Hey everyone, Drew Paglieri back with a power spread analysis on all things football. So at halftime, what do I see of what we have so far between the Bengals and the Titans? Number one, defense. I mean, in my opinion, Anarumo is the man right now. I, I mean, I know he's had flexibility. I called it out in the previews. And, you know, I know he has some aggression. It comes and goes with him. But boy, I, I mean, the Bengals aren't supposed to be able to stop the run, right? They are light in the pants, a lot of them, except for Reader and a couple others, Topu, Topu, however you say. But adjustments, adjustments by this, the flexibility of Anarumo. He's done it throughout the year. He did it with the power spread of Lamar Jackson. Now he comes out, heavy sets, 6-1, 5-2s, 5-3s, bringing guys down. You know, and I know it's like, isn't that simple? Yeah, you're right. It is simple. It's absolutely simple. And a lot of teams didn't do it in the past to stop Henry. Now you might say, well, isn't that going to open up the pass big time? Yes. <laughs> so you pick your poison, but you have to be aggressive. You have to make a choice. And then the Bengals were almost burnt. They burned a couple times on big passes. And they may get burned some more in the second half, and they do. But you have to pick your poison. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know this isn't something coaches would probably ever want to hear, but better to burn out than fade away. And, and maybe they're like, well, easy for you to say, well, you know, hire me and we'll see if I do it. <laughs> hire me as a head coach. You know, we'll never, in other words, what I'm trying to say, we'll never know unless I was head coach and what would I do. But yes, I understand. It's, it's difficult to just throw everything to the wind like that. But the other way is a slow death. And I think you have to make choices. Anyway, that's the power spread culture in my opinion. So Anarumo is just doing an amazing job. Uh, and, and by the way, the Titans on the other side in their defense, they're not supposed to be a blitzing defense so much. I saw some of the highlights through the years. Maybe I didn't see enough, but wow, well, they were bringing the blitz and they made their own adjustments too. They were mixing it up. It's a couple of times they backed off a little bit, but they were really uh, being aggressive. I love the, the psycho stuff. And the reason I love it is mainly because of the Sims what they call simulated pressure, Sims. Uh, you know, football's not, not rocket science. It's just what it sounds like. But you have a bunch of men on the, def- on the line. You don't know who's going to blitz. And sometimes all of them just back off. So doing that, you know, and then you move into a, a cover, a coverage that who knows what it's going to be. And it mixes up the, 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 uh, the quarterback. Anyways, uh, I did call out, like I said, Anarumo's flexibility. I called for that. I did not think we were going to see that from Vrabel, all that aggression. Uh, I know that that's in Bowen's background, the defensive coordinator. I, I always felt Vrabel holds this team back a bit. He's, don't get me wrong, he's a really heck of a head coach. He's proven that at this point. Um, and, many, and there's a lot more that just, than just schemes. And he actually does have an overall general good schematic system. You know, and Arthur Smith was doing great at the the running game what they have with Tannehill. I like Mariota because he's so much of a power spread quarterback, but he's gone. They didn't want all that running. And that I, that's the pieces I mean. Like Vrabel, he uses Tannehill, which is like a poor man's version. And a Tannehill's not a good drop back passer, but he's good at moving, but not like Mariota. But it's like go halfway. So I always feel like Vrabel's half in to this power spread thing. But but still, like if I said to him power spread, he'd be like, ah, 
you know, we're doing what works, what wins. That's it, you know, and, and, and it's so good. I mean, I think Vrabel really, and, and I don't know Vrabel, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's like, of course, power spread. I was with Urban Meyer. What do you think? So what do I know? But I'm saying is it always seems from what I've seen on the field, I'm not in the behind the locker room. What I see on the field, a little bit of holding back by Vrabel on the Titan stuff, Arthur Smith, you know, but now we watch him at Atlanta. Arthur, Arthur Smith was his guy at Oakland. I think Downing's his guy as well, coming from that situation, you know, same guy, same uh, mentality, you know, power, play action, setting up passing, using Tannehill's legs. Maybe they'll go for another more of a running quarterback one time in the future. We'll see. But on defense, you know, Vrabel had Belichick's system on defense a lot. He's 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 had Ohio State's when he played there, and that goes way back to the, you know, and he knows all the stuff about some of the aggression they had with a lot of blitz packages with Andy Katzmoyer back in the day, the bullets, the silver bullets, Fred Paget Paget I don't say P A G A C, Pugich, that's his name. Anyway, they did stuff then, and then of course um, he had a mix with uh, the guy he just had recently, Dean Pease, and his Baltimore psycho stuff. So in this game, I'm seeing a lot of psycho and the psycho with all the guys up there, simulated pressures and some blitzes. And so I'm, I just didn't expect that. Now, Bowen has a whole varied background. Go to my other podcast to hear about that. My last the preview, I talk about Bowen's background. So with his mix of, of background and you add Vrabel now with his little bit of a mix and the whole thing is would Vrabel let it go aggressive? Mm, it is this game. I'll tell you that. Um, I did say the Bengals on offense would need to go vertical. I didn't realize how aggressive this D was going to play. I, I didn't expect all this blitzing. With all this blitzing and mixing, no, I, I, th- I think, you know, I understand why the Bengals aren't going vertical. They don't have the time. And the nine sacks or whatever they ended up having. Um, on offense, what has to happen in the second half? Because, I mean, the defenses keep doing what you're doing. On offense, um, power. And, and this goes for both teams. And you might say, yeah, well, that is what Tennessee's doing, power. The Play action misdirection mix. Yes, keep doing it. Tannehill is not a drop back spread passing guy. You know, he needs to be moved around. He, you need to have Henry in there. I say Henry as a decoy more because they're just keying on him at this point. And maybe, you know, get Hilliard in there and mix it up with him. Well, we ended up finding out it was Foreman. But at the time, I thought Hill, Hilliard would be a but a move, but either one, I mean, Hilliard has receiving. They don't expect him to run as much. That's why I thought that. But Foreman ended up breaking off big ones. Um, mixing the spread running. They didn't, we didn't see a lot of that, but the, the sweeps and all that. And use Tannehill's legs, which he was using. Um, and, you know, keep taking the deep shots. And they did that, I think. You got to keep taking the deep shot. But set it up with short passes, the screen passes. What I didn't see a lot of was you can do little screens and then do a package play where it's an option to do a screen or a big shot downfield. And I didn't see that. So that was disappointing. But, but the rest of it, their offense was trying to do what they do. They, you know, Tannehill is, can do so much, and they're working with him. The reasons for the interceptions everybody's screaming about, <laughs> the Bengals played great defense, great scheme, great players over there, playing great. That was a big part of it. You can't just always just say it's a quarterback's in a, in a, in a, in a vacuum. And another thing, Tannehill tackling Hilton on that big, maybe the biggest play of the game, the opening drive, and they took it back. And the, big, the, the two opening drives, which I'll get into when I get into the, half, uh, the next half, set the tone. I mean, that was it. Bengals go down. They use their power. They score a touchdown. Tannehill keeps mixing it up. 
gets down the field. Big run by Foreman. Actually, I think it was mainly running, but you had a new guy in there instead of Henry Foreman. Uh, get down there, and then you throw an interception. Um, and again, was it so much Tannehill's fault? I mean, people like, there was an incredible, well, first of all, the safety blitz by Hilton or Nickelback blitz. blitz. Surprise. I mean, he hadn't been doing that blitz. Boom. Anarumo, the mix. That would have gotten a lot of, that could have happened to Tom Brady. That could have, oh, no, it wouldn't. Tom wouldn't have thrown it. <laughs> Maybe he would have. You know, and that was, I mean, Hilton made a great leap. So you had a great scheme and a great play by the player. It's a great leap. Not only did he tip it, tipped it to himself, got the interception. Tannehill makes the tackle. Tannehill makes the tackle. I said it again. He doesn't make that tackle. That's a touchdown. The game's over. Bengals come out with two quick touchdowns. The game's over. He kept them in the game. So we don't talk about things like that. He's a fight. Why do you think Vrabel has him? I mean, as much as I just said Vrabel can get conservative, he's a good coach. He has Tannehill because he's good. Is he limited? Yes. He'll decide in the future about that. But he is good in other ways. And, you know, it's not talked about enough. And some of this stuff is like, oh, no, another interception. This was a lot of the great defense. Um. But I thought Tennessee pretty much was doing. I just would have liked to see a little more packaged plays. That's more power spreadish, and that's where Vrabel doesn't go all the way spread. And I like to see him do that more um, to mix in with the power. Then we have uh, Burrow. He just needs to get the power going. The Bengals need to do the power. That will set up more of the spread. That will set up you know go deep verticals, take your shots or go short. Forget the mid range. Get short or deep. Well, he actually did keep doing mid-range a little much. But he did come out, or the Bengals came out with uh, Taylor's plan or Callahan with power to mix in, and it worked beautifully, like I said it might. And short passes. Burrow was checking down. That's the main thing. Get off your primary, Joe. I mean, Joe's young, I know, but get off the primary, get rid of the ball. Get it down to your backs, and he did that. So this is not easy. When those two defenses are playing like this, it's not easy for a young quarterback I know Burrow seems like an, uh, a veteran. He's not. A young quarterback, or in the case of Tannehill, a limited quarterback. Tannehill has great quali- some really good qualities, can be used by a team in a certain system, in a certain philosophy, but he has some limitations. And if, there, if, if a guy like Anarumo is going to pull out all these tricks of the trade <laughs> and mix all this pressure from the back the end, you know, to the front, the, the coverages and the blitzing, that's tough for any quarterback. And with some of the limitations Tannehill had, it kind of did Tennessee in at the end. But I'll be back with the second half analysis. And so that is a wrap. Here from the Power Spread Studios, this is Drew Paglieri. Until next time.